Well, good evening, folks. You are most welcome tonight. I hope you've enjoyed the singing and the reading, uh, the readings that we've, we've had so far. I'm going to move this over a wee bit here. Um, I know it's a busy time of year, uh, but it's great to be together just to enjoy reminding ourselves of the real reason of Christmas and to sing these marvellous songs and listen to those, those scripture readings. It's just wonderful. But, you know, um, I know it's, it's a busy time, as I said, but as well as that, life can be sometimes frustrating, can't it? You know, we live in this sort of golden age of, of communication, and we're all used to emails and texting and whatsapping and twittering and all those sort of things, and it's great to keep in touch, isn't it? But, you know, sometimes it's really difficult to make contact with someone. I needed to contact my bank recently. Uh, so I, I rang the number, I listened to the messages, and I, I chose from upteen different menus. And finally, I heard this message which said it would be the 60 minutes before I could actually talk to a human being. We've all been there, haven't we? Well, it was important, so I, I just gritted my teeth, and, and I hung on, and hung on, and hung on. And sure enough, after about, oh, 45 or 50 minutes, a lovely lady answered my call. Now, unfortunately, she wasn't able to help me, but she kindly offered to pass me to someone who could. Well, you know where this is going, don't you? At which stage, there was a click and a buzz, and she cut me off. Disconnected. <clears throat> so blinking frustrating. Or maybe, maybe you've been watching TV some night, and, and just whenever Harry Kane is lining up to take that penalty, or, or maybe you'd reached the bit in the Netflix documentary where Harry and Meghan were, were just about to say something really nice about the royal family, that little blue circle appears, and it goes round and round and round and round. Connection was lost. How frustrating and annoying that is. But, you know, sometimes when we lose connection, it can be more important than that. It can be in a, a personal way. You know, Christmas, this Christmas is, is often thought of a, of a lovely family time when we can get together with our loved ones. But we know that the reality is that for many people, it's actually a, a sad and, and lonely time because of family breakdowns. Relationships within a family have become just so strained and difficult that there's been a, a disconnect, a broken connection, even in the royal family. So often we need in life, we need reconnection. And you know something, whenever I thought of, of Christmas time and I thought of the Christmas message, I thought, do you know something? This is just what Christmas is really about. Because at its heart, at its very core, Christmas is part of God's reconnection story. It's not all of the story, but it's a part of the story. But before we, we even get to Christmas, we need to back up a bit, right to the beginning, because it's there we find the great disconnect. And you know the story. You know it so well. God made this world in all its beauty. And he made man in his image. And he set him to rule over this, this beautiful, pristine world. A world where there was, there was no pollution or no global warning. Absolutely perfect. And as 
created beings. Men and women were hardwired to have a relationship with their creator. They had this amazing connection with God. The Bible tells us he walked with them and he talked with them. There was no illness or, or disease, no hatred, no injustice, no greed, no war, no hunger, and no death. The Bible says it was good. In fact, it was very good. But today, whenever we look around, we can't really say that anymore, can we? You need to travel a few streets away to find drug abuse, suicide, and hopelessness. To find oppression and exploitation. Why are things so bad? Quite simply, because man decided he would not accept his creator God's rule. You see, we want to make our own decisions. We want to tear up God's rule book and do our own thing. And God has a word for that. It's not a very popular word nowadays. But it's God's word. Sin. And sin separates us. It broke the connection between God and those first human beings. And it keeps you and I disconnected from God. But the amazing thing that comes out of the story of Genesis is this. God made a promise to send someone who would reconnect us with him. And down through the centuries, God repeated his promise over and over and over again. Until that night that we've been thinking about this evening. That night in Bethlehem when a, a peasant girl gave birth to a baby boy in a stable. And no doubt that was traumatic <laughs> for, for that couple. Not least of all because of the, that seemingly endless journey. Uh, and the frantic search, the increasingly frantic search to find somewhere, anywhere, that would afford a shred of shelter and privacy. But it must have seemed, in some ways, such a, an anticlimax for Mary. I wonder what her expectations for the birth of this child were. After all, as we've learned tonight, she had been visited by the angel Gabriel, no less, who had told her that she would give birth to God's son. And it seemed, no doubt to her at the time, completely bizarre. But yet she knew it to be absolutely true. She would bear God's son. What a responsibility for a humble girl. And yet now, here she is, far from home and family, lying in a cattle shed of all places, cradling her precious son, laying him in a cattle trough. Wasn't how she must have imagined it. Gabriel had mentioned nothing about this. Surely it was not how God Almighty would have wanted his son to enter the world. I think that she would have just loved Gabriel to pop into the stable and say, it's okay, Mary. It's all going according to God's plan. But of course, Gabriel didn't because he was otherwise occupied. And this time, his, 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 
uh, audience were shepherds. Shepherds watching over their flocks in the fields near Bethlehem. Most likely these sheep were those that were reserved for sacrifice at the temple. Continual sacrifices that acknowledged that there was this great disconnection between God and man. And pointed to the need of a greater once for all time sacrifice that could reconcile men and God forever. Luke tells us that they were terrified. Whenever humans come in contact with with even God's messengers, it's truly awesome. But his message that night was one of, of good news and great joy. God's promise from way back in the garden was finally being fulfilled. A saviour has been born to you who is Christ the Lord. God had entered our world. We could not, even on our best days, reconnect with God. Let's put it really simply. We're sinners and God is holy. We could not by any means enter into his world. But on that day, he entered into our world. Who is this baby? Wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. He is Christ the Lord. Isaiah said this. He is Emmanuel. God with us. But you see, the count doesn't end, doesn't end there. The grand mass choir of heaven joins Gabriel in a chorus of praise to God. What a concert that must have been. Wouldn't you have loved to have been there? Just even to be a, a flea on the ear of one of those sheep. Now, did they sing it or did they say it? Doesn't really matter, does it? Listen to the words. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to men on whom his favour rests. This is the, the essence of Christmas. God most high and most holy. One who dwells in, in light and approachable. And men on earth. Disconnected by sin. And in between steps Jesus. To bridge the chasm. To bring us back to God. To reconcile us. To reconnect us. Just as promised. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5 tells us this. There is one mediator between God and men. The man Christ Jesus. You see a mediator is one who, who stands between two disconnected parties. And joins them together. And Jesus became that man in the middle. Those shepherds didn't hang around that night. They said, let's go and see. And when they saw him, they spread the message the angel gave. We would say they couldn't hold their tongues. It was too big a story. A saviour born who is Christ the Lord. This was quite simply a game changer for humanity. Everyone was amazed. Everyone, perhaps except Mary. 
But my, I reckon she was so glad to hear from those shepherds. It was just the reassurance that she needed. The surroundings might be ever so humble. But this baby was indeed the saviour of the world. Just as the angel had promised her. She held God in her arms. The Bible tells us that she treasured these things in her heart. You know, I said that, that Christmas was, was part of God's rec, uh, reconnection plan. Not all of the story, but a big part of the story. And you see, the next big part of the story is Calvary. With Jesus in the middle again. But this time, he's on the middle cross. He's paying our debt. He's taking our punishment. He's making making reconnection possible he himself says Peter bore our sins in his body on the tree but I wonder do you notice the last stanza of the angelic chorus don't miss it tonight it says this glory to God in the highest peace on earth to men and then it says this on whom his favour rests. Does God have favourites? The Bible tells me there are two types of people. There are those who know God's favour. Who have been welcomed into his family. Who are on the inside of his promises. Who know forgiveness. Who have accepted Jesus as saviour and Lord. And then there are those who just think that they... The angel's message is irrelevant. Just a, a feel-good story. That's, that's part of Christmas. Traditional, sure, but unimportant. Who prefer to follow their own way, their own instincts. You see, 1 Timothy 2, 5 again. There is one mediator and one, there's one God and one mediator between God and men. The man Christ Jesus but let's get this, who gave himself as a ransom for all men. You see, Jesus died to reconcile all men to God. Salvation is offered freely for all. But the thing is, we have a choice this Christmas time. We have a choice. We can accept Jesus as mediator and saviour and know the favour of God. That's reconciliation or reconnection. Or we can shrug our shoulders, turn our back, and just walk away. You know, disconnection from the internet or your phone or whatever can be frustrating, can be annoying. But to live your life disconnected from God is such a loss. Not only that, but it means eternal disconnection from him. You see, Jesus won't always be the baby in the manger. He won't always be the man in the middle. He'll be the man on the judgment throne. And if you don't know that connection, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your saviour, may you accept him as your saviour and know the favour of God this Christmas. And if you do know him as Christ. And Lord of your life, rejoice with those angels. Glory to God in the highest. Thank you.
thank you for listening to this Castlereagh Fellowship podcast. For more podcasts, Bible teaching videos, and to see what's going on at the church, please visit our website, castlereaghfellowship.com. God bless.